This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. You're on Joy 94.9 with Jess and I have on the line the multi-talented and gorgeous Kirsten Tarito. Kirsten, welcome to The Chappelle Show. Oh, hi. Now, I say multi-talented because I guess Melbourne audiences may remember you as being part of the Lion King production that went on to tour Southeast Asia a few years ago. Tell us, what was it like to be part of such a huge stage show phenomenon like that? Oh, it was terribly exciting. Um, uh, yeah, it was neat. I got to pick up all my, my gear from New Zealand and move over to Melbourne. I, I do think the two cities are quite similar, though, so I found that adjustment quite easy because they're both sort of really arty. I really enjoyed, there was lots of other Kiwis in the cast too, so that was a good good aspect of it. The show was huge, Disney was a great company to work for, I guess, in comparison to coming from New Zealand, <laughs> where sometimes you don't get paid to do shows. So, I mean, it was really neat to go and work for a big professional company and then uh, go on tour with them too. It was great. And throughout your career, you have graced the stage in many, many musical theatre roles, but I think most recently your fans and audience would recognise you as being the lovely leading lady for wellington based group BB Deluxe, right? Yep, that's true, that is true. Tell us about um, them. Uh, it's a group that my husband and I have together. We just sort of wrote a whole heap of songs. Yeah, we've been sort of whittling away uh, with that sound for the past few years now. And yeah, we're hoping to release our album soon. And what is the BB Deluxe sound? I guess it's a sort of mix of urban, um, hip-hop kind of mash-up, bit of pop, bit of soul. I guess... I don't know if you'd you know, be familiar with the Wellington sound, but we have a lot of jazz musicians here. There's a, um, a jazz school, so a lot of the musicians end up settling here. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it, it's often just a huge mashup of um, musical styles. And, and you've mentioned James, and I guess it's part of this hugely talented partnership that you do have with your husband that took you back to Australia <laughs> more recently. Um, when you got to share yep. the stage with the Aussie hip-hop legends Bliss and Esso at Brisbane River Stage, how did that come about? Yep. Oh, it's a funny story. My, um, my husband is Bliss's first cousin, and so... Um, James and um, Bliss have been working together, or had been working together years and years ago before um, Bliss and Esso started. Yeah, they've always wanted to do something together again, and so um, Bliss just called up and said, oh, James, can you come over and play? James went on tour with them on their whole, their full running on air tour, which was really awesome, and then I just happened to be over there, and they said, hey, Kirst, do you want to jump up and, and have a jam with us? So I actually got to play at Festival Hall in Melbourne, and... Um, they took me up to Brisbane as well for, for the room stage. Wow, that's fantastic. But uh, what I really want to talk about is if we fast forward to just July 2012, um, just yeah. a month ago now, you released your debut solo album. Now, tell yep, us about this it. album. I don't know what your Māori contingent is like in Melbourne in terms of you know music and stuff, but um, I decided to record my first uh, solo album, All in Te Reo Māori. Style-wise, I mean, obviously language-wise, it is in Māori, but style-wise, um, you know, if people are open to listen to world music, I guess, we've got sort of some hip-hop flavours in there, R&B, um, soul kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I worked on that for about a year, just writing, doing the demos and stuff, and I was really lucky to get some funding back here in New Zealand to help produce the album. Yeah, so it's all done now. We've 
we finally released it and had our release parties and stuff and now we're just working on getting some more gigs. And We do have a really strong uh, Kiwi contingent, especially here at Joy 94.9. Even our general manager is a, ki- is a Kiwi. So we've got a good Yay. representation <laughs> and um, I can't wait to play this play your album throughout the station. I know you're going to get heaps of, of support, but when you <laughs> decided to do this all in Māori, were you concerned at all about there being a language barrier or were you specifically targeting maybe a Kiwi audience or a more world music kind of audience? Um, a bit of both really. I've been I guess working um, within the Māori music genre um, for quite a, a few years now with another group called Y. They're not that well known really I guess in New Zealand so much but they've had a lot of international success and so we've got some gigs coming up with them too but I guess for me it was more of a personal choice because it was something that I always wanted to explore was something more about um, you know, learning my language and um, and trying to fit that into my life somehow. So that was the way that I saw that I could achieve that was by mixing that and my work together. So the album is called Today Tour. Obviously, that's your surname, yep. and it's also yep. a title of one of the tracks on the album. One of my favourite tracks yep. on the album. Um, what is the meaning behind Today Tour as well, in in reference to you naming the album and the track's title? So the word Tirito to me, um, when I used to speak to my father about it when I was little, he used to tell me that the meaning of Tirito was little sprout, and he used to call me Tirito, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, so that was directly translated. It, um, it means new growth or growth point. Taking, so that, that was, I guess, why we wanted to call the album that, because it's a new, a new process, a new project. So mm-hmm. there was that, making that reference back to that. And then the song Tirito is about... Um, my little nephew, who is living up in Perth, so I have a brother in Perth, he was born prematurely. So the song is just talking about him and encouraging him to grow up and um, see his parents and reach for the sky. That is so beautiful. Yeah. There's such a strong theme. Yeah, even even for listeners who don't understand Tereo, to be able to listen to this album, it's almost like you can put your own story to it because your voice is just so beautiful and it carries you and the music is fantastic. And there's a lot of diversity in there too. It's it's a real Pacific flavour, but it's funky and it's soulful and it's beautiful. And But having that knowledge behind the tracks too just makes it a little bit more personal and a bit more special. Which I guess yeah. leads me on to um, the first single of the album to be released is called Oranga. Can you share with uh, us yeah. the inspiration behind this track? Um, I guess this one has a bit, um, it came from more of a sad place, this message, but then we really wanted the song to be uplifting. The song, Oranga means alive or to be alive. And um, I wrote this song, my husband and I had just experienced um, some loss in our lives. We've both lost people that we love to suicide, unfortunately. So this song was just really was talking about those experiences and then sort of resolving it by saying, you know, look after one another and really appreciate life as it is. You know, don't let it pass you by, I guess. Such an important message. And I, for one, thank you so much, you and James, for being so strong and to be able to share your experience and and to get this message out there because it couldn't be more important and you're right the track is really upbeat and really poppy and it's just such a positive way to deliver such a serious message so thank you for that yeah sure thank you so Kirsten you've been extremely talented and musical your entire life I believe what were your main influences (laughs) what were your main influences as you were growing up that guided your career oh my main influences I guess 
you know, having the kind of parents that were very encouraging, I guess like your parents do, because we know each other, but yeah. mum always encouraged me to go to dancing lessons, do singing, um, get out there and experience life, and, and yeah, do as many things as you possibly can. You know, that leads for quite a rich life experience, I think, and it means that you can, yeah, sort of set out to achieve, I guess, yeah, what what you want. Yeah, so I guess my parents had a, had a strong influence on me in that way. I've always really been into music too. So my bro- I had my big brothers. I used to raid their back in the day their um, record collection, <laughs> showing my age. Yeah, so there was lots of Whitney Houston and lots of uh, Mariah Carey and some old school hip hop too, which I was really into. So yeah, I guess guess those things. You've had such a diverse range that in your career. Yeah. Is there anything musically that you haven't tried yet that you want to? We've got another album that I'm working on with a group of friends, which is all going to be in Te Reo Māori as well, but it's completely vocals. There's no, we're not using any um, any instruments at all. Our, our voices are going to be our instruments. So wow. um, it's a group of five of us girls, so we're going to be working on that soon. So that's uh, interesting, exciting. I'm looking forward to doing that. And I'd also one day like to really work on a jazz album or you're developing um, my jazz skills a bit more. So this week on the Chappelle Show, we're showcasing Kiwi music and your fantastic album. Tell me who are your favourite Kiwi artists at the moment, because I'm a little out of the loop. Um, I'm really enjoying Holly Smith's album that she did. It's called Band of Brothers, and um, she did that with another uh, Wellington-based artist, Mother TK, who's also part of a band called Electric Wire Hustle. So I'm really enjoying that. It's a really different take on Holly's sort of soul stuff, I guess. There's still lots of soul elements in it, but um, she's really gone, I guess, for a more electronic kind of feel. So I'm really enjoying that. And Mother TK did most of the production stuff, I believe. So with all the writing and recording and travelling that you do, you're a busy lady. What does Kirsten Tirito do for fun these days? I love, I've got two big sons, so I really love hanging out with them. I really enjoy going to watch them play rugby. So that's Mm -hmm. what I've been doing. Every Saturday morning, which is a bit of a headache if you've been working the night before, but I try and behave myself these days so I can get up early and go and watch rugby. Yeah, and a lot of family time. I, I do. I really spend a lot of time with my family. So, um, yeah, those things. Um, <laughs> I do believe congratulations are in order because you've been nominated as a finalist for the Waiata Māori Music Awards. What um, yep. category have you been nominated for? I don't want to sound like a show-off, but I've been nominated for five categories. So, um I have to try and think of what they are. One is um, Best Songwriter, Best Female Solo Artist, Best Pop Album, Best... um, And two more that I can't think of off the top of my head right this very minute. (laughs) That is so fantastic. And there's nothing to... I would be showing off because it's such a huge accomplishment. And I'm just so proud that you are being recognised. And you're uh, also nominated with some, some big names. So huge congratulations from all of us over here in Melbourne. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm just really excited to be, you know, a finalist alongside some, as you say, some really awesome artists. So, I mean, just to be there is a true honour for me. And what can we expect from you in the future? What's coming up? Will we see you over here in Melbourne? Uh, Yes, definitely. We are coming to the Australasian World Music Expo, which is on every year at the uh, Melbourne Arts Centre. We've got a small showcase there on this Sunday. So we've got that, and we're also playing some other gigs while we're there. And, yeah, and hopefully some more gigs in the future. Sounds so great. When you do come, we would love it if you could come and visit us here at Joy 94.9, and um, and you could oh, maybe will. even play some stuff in the studio for us, which, which would be 
fantastic. So oh, I'd love to. That would be awesome. You are on Joy 94.9 with Jess, and we've been speaking to the gorgeous Kirsten Tiritor about her new solo album. Tiritor is out now, and it's available for download. And Kirsten's voice is strong and sweet and soulful and just so incredibly beautiful. I can't recommend this album enough. Um, get it, download it, and listen to it from start to finish. It's one of those albums you can play all the way through. It just flows, and oh, you might want to put a couple of tracks on repeat. I think my main favourite at the moment is Tumanako, but it changes every day because it's such a quality album. <laughs> now, Kirsten, thank you so much for taking the time to join us on The Chappelle Show. We really wish you all the success in the world with the album and your nominations, and I'm sure there's many, many more to come, and we look forward to hearing more from you and seeing you soon. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. So here it is. Yeah. Um, it's the first single off today. Tour. This is Oranga on The Chappelle Show on Joy 94.9. The Chappelle Show. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.